I'm a baseball fan. I've been a fan for more than four decades, really. But I know plenty of people who aren't fans of the game still. They may be fans of some other clearly less superior sport. A <laughs> jest, um, sort of. Of course, I also know plenty of people who aren't fans of any sport. But they'll watch a TV show or a movie or they'll watch someone dance or listen to music or enjoy art or art shows or concerts or comedy or a hundred other things that amuse and or entertain. And part of the joy of entertainment is that we can benefit from the fruits of someone else's labor without having to do the work ourselves. So I can enjoy baseball without having to practice and sweat every day. I can enjoy a world-class guitar player without having to spend eight hours a day making my fingers bleed. It's really a marvelous thing. There's an even greater access to entertainment now than at any other time in history. I mean, there are literally millions of kids who will eagerly watch videos of other kids playing video games. <laughs> it's, that's so meta. But there is a dark side to all this entertainment access. In many ways, we've come to believe that dancers, players, and actors, etc., they simply have talent, and we tend to forget the blood and sweat and tears that it took to develop their excellence. We see the product, but we forget the process that put it there. We forget that what looks effortless is really the product of years of effort. Ask yourself, do you or anyone you know ever admire or envy all those overnight success stories? Do you ever get frustrated and give up on something because you aren't automatically good at it after just a few tries? We've all fallen into that trap to some degree or another. But here's the thing that you and I need to remind ourselves every single day for the rest of our lives if necessary. Are you ready for it? There is literally no such thing as an overnight success. It's a horrible fairy tale that we want to believe in, so we let ourselves believe in it despite the infinite amount of proof otherwise. It's true for sports, for musicians, for skilled laborers, for entrepreneurs, for educators, for every single person in every single endeavor that requires excellence. It is only through practice that we attain excellence in any endeavor. But that goes beyond hard skills like baseball or playing guitar or brain surgery or golf. It also applies to soft skills like gratitude and faith and resilience. Practicing anything starts with the will to work, including resilience. As author, Rhodes Scholar, and Navy SEAL Eric Greeton says, quote, victories are won and excellence is achieved not on the field, but in practice. Excellence comes wrapped in hard work. The will to win is cheap and common, while the will to train is rare and noble, end quote. In his book, Resilience, Hard-Won Wisdom for Living a Better Life, Greeton says there are five variables that go into training or practice of any kind. Number one, frequency. Frequency is important because we learn through repetition. This idea has been around for a long time. The first researcher to test it was probably Herman Ebbinghaus in 1885. He showed that retention of information improves as a function 
of the number of times the information has been studied. My learning curve model is based on this idea that repetition is part of what makes the aha moment possible. Greetings points out how easily we can lose focus. We can take a day off and then a week off and then we forget what inspired us in the first place. To prevent these things from happening, we build structures of repetition into our lives. Number two, intensity. The old question, are you working hard or hardly working? That applies. Take physical workout or exercise as an example. As the Mayo Clinic advises, you'll get the most from your workouts if you're exercising at the proper exercise intensity for your health and fitness goals. They say if you're not feeling any exertion or your heart rate's too low, pick up the pace. If you're worried that you're pushing yourself too hard or your heart rate is too high, then just back off a bit. It's similar with any kind of practice. Intensity is important because we grow only when we push ourselves beyond the boundaries of our past experience. Number three, duration. If intensity is about how much you push yourself, duration is about how long you're willing to push, both at any given moment and, of course, over time. Experts are those who don't give up easily. Keep going. Keep practicing. Endure. There's a reason that Jesus himself said multiple times, quote, the one who endures to the end will be saved, end quote. Endurance is a powerful principle that applies to our spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical fitness, and even more. I've mentioned in at least two previous episodes that, for me, 2 Corinthians 3.18, which says we're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, provides some amazing insights into all of this. Your metamorphosis is happening, even if you yourself, or anyone else for that matter, can't see it right now. It's gradual until it's not. You have a few glorious leaps of progress separated by long periods of almost imperceptible change. In fact, most of life consists of change that happens subtly, almost imperceptibly, between the big leaps. But occasionally we all have these glorious aha moments where change just seems exponential. Your only real goal is to not allow the process to be aborted. Don't give up. Keep going. Number four, recovery. Recovery is important because our bodies, our minds, and our spirits need time to adapt to what we've learned. When we rest after exercise, we can grow stronger. When we rest after studying, we can grow smarter. In Genesis 2, we see that God created for six days and then he rested. In Exodus 20, God gave the Ten Commandments and made resting on the Sabbath a requirement of the Old Testament law. In the 23rd Psalm, I see that the Good Shepherd makes me, quote, lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul, end quote. But it's not just weekly rest and daily rest, but it's also task-related rest. The National Institutes of Health researchers have found that our brains need task-related breaks in order to solidify the memories of new skills that we just finished practicing a few seconds earlier. Number five, reflection. Finally, reflection is important because, as Greeton says, we have to consider our performance against the standards we have set, adjust ourselves, and then integrate what we've learned into our lives. 
Our times of practice will become isolated islands unless we take time to reflect. Reflection is the bridge between what we practice and the way we live our lives. Speaking from his Navy SEAL background, Greeton says that we often want to imagine that somehow, when the big moment comes, we'll all act heroically. But most of us don't regularly face moments where we have to be heroic. What matters instead, he says, is the quality of your daily practice. Victorian-era novelist Anthony Trollope wrote in his autobiography, quote, A small daily task, if it be really daily, will beat the labors of a spasmodic Hercules, end quote. And because I've been watching and re-watching his movies since they first hit the drive-in theaters in the 70s, I'd be remiss if I didn't reference Bruce Lee. Quote, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. End quote. You could easily insert any other practice into that sentence, and it still works because practice works. The philosopher version of Greetings points out that the Greeks had a unique way of looking at people, recognizing that great people could have moments of terrible failure and still be great. Wise people can sometimes be dumb. Courageous people can be cowardly. Honest people can lie. And compassionate people can be cruel. Today, Greeton says, we often fail to remember that people are not great all the time. You must practice greatness. We must practice courage. And we must practice resilience. You can develop resilience. Anyone can. You can develop resilience. It just takes practice. You can develop resilience. You just have to do the long, hard work. There will come a time when our resilience looks effortless to others. But you and I will know the truth, that it took years of practice and effort to get us there. Beginning with the next episode, I'll dive into what world-class resilience researchers say are the key skills that you and I need to practice in order to become resilience experts. I hope that you'll make plans to tune in. Remember, a better mind always leads to a better life.